0: Hello and welcome back to the Miss Amanda Chen Show. We're now in season three of the 100 Masked Men series where I anonymously interview different men from all around the world to challenge gender roles and expectations in the modern world today. This week was an open invitation from male travelers living in Puerto Escondido to have an open and honest conversation with me masked man number 56 is the heartbroken man i met up with this man within a couple of hours of arriving in puerto escondido we hiked to see the sunset learned about each other and then sat down to record his pandemic love story in one swift year he sacrificed so much for this woman that he believed he loved so much and i hope this makes you ask yourself the question what does true love mean to you i hope you enjoy the show So we just met today in Puerto Escondido. This is my, I've been here for five hours, maybe not that long. So tell me what you thought of our first time together, you know, where we went. We went to the lookout point. So let me know what you thought when we first connected.
1: Uh, I found you are a very energetic person and you are very brave and I enjoy it a lot the time we pass because we went to the sunset and you doesn't have the correct dress code for going that and you take the chance and you went with me and you enjoy it a lot
0: yeah I did it was it was a very beautiful sunset so you've been here for only two months now right
1: yes that's right
0: Okay, so what is your story to how you arrived here for the for two months ago?
1: Okay, this is the story. The last year was a very challenging year because i was i'm an engineer in this in design the software and I was working in final channel business. I was the major i t engineer and I was not so happy with my life but I was very okay because I was very well paid And my life was uh, going to the job and become later, very tired. And I do nothing interesting at all. But I met a girl and we have a very good connection. I started dating her. But the thing was, uh, she was very toxic and I was very toxic in the relationship. And all the things uh, become very rude, very bad. And when she dumped me in November, I leave my job and I come here to to live, to take again the photography because when I was in the university, I take a lot of photographs and was one of the things I enjoyed most.
0: So, where where do you live here now? Um, what is your apartment like, and how did you how did you find your living situation?
1: Okay, there is the thing. Uh, i become very depressed uh, the last year for my ex girlfriend. And I was photographer in the university. I working in a lot of dance clubs and rapes and things like that. and never when I w- went to work in that places, the thing I do was uh, taking the photographies and I never take drugs not because I feel unsafe, it was more for protection for my equipment, you know? When you take drugs, you can get uh, so high and you can broke your lenses and things like that, or even you can take the shots for, for the party. And the thing was, I went to these places and I skim for drugs. Uh, here in Mexico, I call it candies, dulcecitos. And I asked to my friends if they can give me free candies. And the thing was, yes, of course, for you, whatever you want. And they gave me a lot of drugs. And I, I don't have memory of what happened in December because I was very lost in drugs. In the beginning of, of the next year, uh, I was very bad. And one of my friends had talked with me in Zoom. And he said, you need to come to Puerto Escondido to relax a lot. You need to repair your heart and your spirit. And I was very rude with him. I asked him, like, you are going to pay my rent and things like that. And he say, yes, I'm going to pay that for you. And three days after that, I come to live here. And since then, I start to making a lot of photographs, talking with a lot of people, and be myself again. I don't have the pressure I have the, the last year. And a lot of things I I'm thinking is like, for example, And the the last year, I gained a lot of money working like engineer, but I was not happy. And now perhaps I don't have so much money, but the things I do every day make me smile.
0: That's beautiful that he is um, he's an angel for you to, to save you, right? You said he kind of saved your life. What is your relationship with him? How long have you known him?
1: We was in a class of programming, and I make a joke about a video game, if I remember well, and he started to in very very hard, and I say I I know in that in that moment he become my friend. We started to talking the first week. We went to party, and now i even know his family he knows my family he went to my little town he's called zagapaxla and he was very happy because my mother take take him like he he's another son you know
0: do um do a lot of men are they okay with that kind of friendship or do they usually have like a machismo kind of act you know because i don't know what it like in north america we always have you know, the locker room is very sporty, they don't talk a lot about feelings or, you know, are supportive in that way, so what is it like over here?
1: There is a very interesting thing also. The, before I, I, I come here, uh, I have a very good friend, she's is called a Pam, Pamela. And we was talking about uh, friendship and we was talking about the difference between the friendship in man with man uh, and woman with woman. And she already told me she likes so much have a very, good friend uh, with a woman because when she felt very sad or something like that, she can have uh, somebody who are give you a hug until you you fall asleep and with the men it's most difficult. For example, here in Mexico is not so common to sleep with another man in the same bed. They make uh, like, why you are doing that or they put a, I don't remember, almohada, you know, the, the thing you put in your head for the pillow for making a barrier or you sleep one in one scene the, the wall and the another scene the, the positive uh-huh. because a lot of people make things like ah oh, that is very gay and things like that but I I believe you can hug your friends uh, for example I'm very energetic with my friends and I already say uh, te amo it's I love I love you but this in like you are my friend you are my brother isn't that way but I believe there is a lot of men who are afraid of his feelings and believe if they say something like that they are going to be pointed out you know mm-hmm.
0: so do other men judge you for how you act because you are more open like that or do they like do they accept you or do they not like you like that mm-hmm.
1: The thing is uh, my mother is a psychologist and for example when I was a child, one of his best, friend, best friends of her is gay. Uh, my father was like, Oh, how is it possible you, you'd let alone Joseph with that gay? He can't hurt him or things like that. And she say. For your sexual preference, it doesn't become, you don't become a too bad person or a perverted or something like that. And ever in my life, I'm be very open minded. For example, here in Cipolite, there is a lot of gay couples and I'm very okay with that. Everybody I, uh, I know and they know me knows I'm very okay with that. I'm very f- open minded. When I was a child, I remember I have a very strange hair. And ever I do this move for taking my hair out of my face, and one time my grandmother see me doing that, and she believed I was gay only for doing this. Really? Yes, for doing this movement. I can, uh, perhaps you can describe what I'm doing, but was was only that. And she was like, "You need to be more more man, you know. The men don't cry, the men don't express." Also, my father is in that way; he's very very strict person. He's a lawyer. And I remember one time, we, we don't seem talk a lot. One time we were talking about love and things like that. And he told me, showing your feelings is putting in danger because a lot of people can abuse and use your feelings against you.
0: Yeah, I think that is um, still very common fear that a lot of men have, maybe like your, our fathers, And then depending on how you grow up, it seems like you grew up mainly with your mom and the openness of your mom's friends, right? So what was it like for you growing up? Where were you born? And what was your household like?
1: Okay, interesting thing. When I was a child, um, my parents get divorced. Like I was 11 years old and was a very difficult situation because... They was a very toxic couple. I, I saw how my father hit my my mother. Also, one time my mother even when he she is a psychologist, she take a knife for defend herself against my father. And I I saw t- everything when I was a child. And it's difficult because I believe the impression of what is love and how is the correct way to, to have a relationship is a reflect of what you see in your parents. Uh, in my life, it's very difficult, the relationships, because I don't know how is supposed to be a good relationship. And also the interesting thing is my mother, in opposite to the common thing to find me another father and get married again, she present me a lot of his friends and they was like my brothers and my parents. They showed me the the way to be a good man. All the good things I have in my personality is from these guys. For example, one interesting thing happened to me when I was a child. I remember uh, there in, in Zacapozla in my little town. There was no internet. there was no free television because you need to big uh, satellite antenna for that. And the radio was only from the region and was the same 20 songs played again and again and again. And you get very bored about that. And one day I remember I was thinking about the life and the death, things like that. And uh, the family of my father is very re- religious. And I was thinking about if uh, what say my, my grandmother. Uh she say, when you die and you was a very good person, you are going to be happy forever. And I was like, happy forever? How that can be possible? It's like, I don't have idea how can anybody can be happy forever. And I think in the other way, perhaps if you are a bad person, you went to the hell and it's forever again. And I was like, okay, perhaps I live like 60 years and being a bad person and after that living in hell in an eternity punishment, it's not so unfair. And I was thinking again in the opposite of opposite. Perhaps it's nothing. And the idea of nothing is very, very scary. Uh, after that, I went uh, running up to the house of my good parent. His name is Carlos. He's very, very he's the most wise man I, I know in my entire life. He have a PhD in biology, and I was very afraid, uh, screaming like. I was screaming and, and crying, like, Oh, Carlos, I don't want to die, and I don't want to die. Not for what is happening in the moment you die. Is, I'm afraid of what is happening after that. And he was very calm, and he said, Take a towel, because in my little town, it's very very common terrain. And he gave me a hot chocolate, and we started talking. And he asked me for this. He asked me, when I know you, I met you the first time, uh, you are the same person I met you when, six years ago. And I was like, yes, uh, good parent, I, I'm the same because uh, I don't change in anything. And he said, you are very wrong because in the psychology way, in the physical way, in the spiritual way, in every way you, you want to see the things, you are another person. Why are you afraid of that? if the people who are going to date in five minutes or in 80 years is not you. And that was the answer of my life because I do whatever I, I want without the fear of death because that works. And he's very right. The the person are living so much in the past or so much in the future, and the only thing we have is the present. Yeah. Um, I was
0: reading this book that says um, we're only living in the past and you keep repeating the past, or you predict the future based on your past, which means no one is actually living in the present because you keep repeating the same behaviors, right?
1: Yes. I think the other day about that, yeah, I believe so much past is depression, so much future is anxiety. And it's, it's very difficult to be in the present, but I believe it's possible. For example, we live so much in the past that that thing happened to me a, a lot with my only with my relationships because I did not notice uh, I have a lot of scars of my past and when I found somebody who have a similar similar scars I try to protect them because uh, this feeling of hero I don't know how to explain and it's like nobody was for me in sometimes in my past I'm. In this moment for you, and the things was very, very bad because you can save anybody who want, who doesn't want to be saved.
0: So what was so toxic about your relationship? Because you said you really, yeah. you really liked her, right? So how long did it last? How, how did you meet her? What was the love story?
1: Yes, uh, it was, uh, was very difficult. It was like one year, but it was a pandemic year. Mm. And that changed a lot of the things. The thing was, I was uh, looking for a person for starting my photography. And one of my friends is a photographer and in his friends in Facebook, I saw a picture picture of her and I see it and I notice she have something. I don't know what I like from her. And I started writing with, him, with her and she was very, how is the, the word? She cut the, the talks every, every, every time. And I was like, here in Mexico is like, you try it three times, and you, if you don't get, get a, a date in that way, uh, you you, you say, up. yes, <laughs> you give up. But the thing was, after that three times, uh, I was returning to my job, and I was seeing inst- stories of Instagram, and she put something about the pandemic, and I, I see it, and I was like, oh my god, All, everything she wrote is wrong. Because when you're studying engineering, you are going to have a class, so probability, probabilistic and statistics, things like that. And also my good parent is a biology, and his PhD is in microbiology. And I was very mad about that, and I wrote uh, to her a lot of things that that is wrong you are misunderstanding the information you are making fear a lot of people about what is happening and after that i noticed what i do and i was like oh fuck now she's going to hate me but what's the positive she started talking with me like she she was asking me for a lot of things about the, the covid and after that she asking me about me and she started asking me about of a lot of things of what I do and what I am, and I was uh, afraid to hide anything and i 'm a very geek person because that i I record a video of my uh, my entire geek collection. I sent them to her and the funny thing is she's very very geek also, and she gave me a video of his collection, and we start to to dating. The first time we we was in a date uh, she was very very what is the the word? She already t- told me a lot of important things of so for example she have he she had a daughter, she's thirteen years old and she believed I was not okay with that but uh, true I was very okay because my mother was alone when when I was young and I understand all the situation. After that, uh, we went to, to my apartment and was pure chemical with, with us. And the thing was, uh, we started to talking very early about our traumas. I believe, uh, for example, the story uh, the story of her is very similar to my story. My father uh, abandoned us uh, when I was like 11 years old, like I already tell. And my father have a lot of money because he's a lawyer, he's a very strict person. He's a square mind person. And the the funny thing is his father was a businessman. He have a fabric of clothes and things like that. And he do the same thing that my father do. And because that, uh, I believe I have a strong feeling with her because I believe I, I know very well how she felt when she was a, a, a child.
0: Okay, so you, you connected really well just because you had very similar experiences and traumas. So that's really interesting that you talked about mental health really quickly because I think people are very afraid to talk about that. So if you can talk about mental health so quickly and find similarities so quickly, where did it go wrong?
1: Uh, the, the thing was, um, I didn't notice in that time, but she, she have another way to, to see the, la- the life. When you are very young, the, all the things to happen to, to you change a lot of the way you think. And for example, a lot of times I didn't have the money for it very well. My mother split the, the food in two. The food from one person in two for I I can eat and that beco- that made me very what is the the word I I, want, I like to share I know how is feel you have hungry and doesn't have money and things like that because that I, I study engineering also because I know very is very well paid but the thing with her she stayed in uh, like a survival mode every time, and other things uh, was never enough. You know, for example, when we went to supermarket, I pay for everything, and sometimes she takes something uh, like a little toy because she likes Pokemon, and I say yes, it's okay. It's like uh, buying a chips for me because I gain a lot of money in, th- in that in that times, but. Uh, she started to see me like a father more than a boyfriend. You know, a lot of things she, she needed, I get, give them to, to her. And the things start to collapse because when the COVID enters and the financial business, we give a lot of loans to the elders because it was our main public. And a lot of elders doesn't want credit because they was very afraid of get sick. And because that my, my salarium, I, I don't remember how to say how much money they give me, uh, split in two. And I talk with her about that, like, oh, love, you know, I love you so much. And I I know the things is going to be very good again, but please, please, please understand this. I don't have the money I have in the past. We can be very, very good, but the travels, the things is no more for this moment. And that was when the things become very glitchy, you know.
0: But um, when it is COVID, everything was locked down. It was everything locked down here. So then you can. So weren't you not allowed to travel too much anyway? So would it be okay that you're not doing so much um, going out and spending money, right?
1: Uh, there is the things. Uh, a lot of people here in Mexico, they, they see the COVID in two ways. Uh, there is a lot of people who say we are going to be in the house and wait for this is over. And there is people like us because we was very, uh, I don't have the word. I when well I have the word, but I'm not going to to say it to say it. But we was like, ah, perhaps this is the really end of the things, the world. And we traveled a lot the last year. Okay. We was yes, we was very responsibility. Okay. Yes, for example, we went to Hidalgo to a place called. It, uh, La, I don't remember the name of the place. I don't remember the, the the name of the place, but it's a river with heat water, and we spent a lot of money that. Also, when we buy things, we don't went to the market. We we ask for the food by application, and it's more expensive than go to the store to buy the groceries, you know, and we was spending a lot of money in in that that was the thing and she and she wanted a lot of things and was nearly impossible to 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 keep the things
0: okay but then you you created that habit right because you guys all you both decided that you're going to live that indulging life right so why did you decide during covid to not stay home and go out and just like spend all the money and enjoy everything, is it because, like, the world is over and you kind of just thought, let's just do do the max now?
1: Yes, uh, I believe uh, perhaps the COVID, it's, it's the the beginning of the end of the things because the world we knew is no more. It's no more. All the things changed. She wanted a rock star boyfriend because his last uh, boyfriend was the owner of a club, a dance club. And you know, in the in the clubs, in the nightlife, you know very well what kind of life it is. It's a lot of drugs, a lot of music, very explosive life. And when I was in the university, I was at the photographer of these kind of places. Both of, of us, know very well that kind of life and she asked me a lot of why I don't become again to uh, this kind of lifestyle like uh, becoming a rock star again and I was like uh, first of all uh, I don't like the underground in this moment because it's very very dangerous and not only for the COVID it's uh, perhaps uh, there is not so much people who w- went to this parties and the drug dealers have less and less clients. And the problem with that is they want the, the place, the, the place only for, for them. And they start to kill each other. That was the first thing. And the second thing is like, of course I can do that kind of things, but you can you are very jealous sometimes of the type of photography I do. For example, there is something very, very... I, know, I don't know if it's funny or not, now for me it's funny, but I, I make a lot of nude photography in the past, when I was in the university, and I make a nude session for, for her, and was the first session I do since uh, two, years, uh, two years without sessions. And when we broke up, when she left me, she wanted, uh, I be his friend, but I tell her, I can do that because really I love you. And I can imagine another way to see, in the, see you in this moment. Perhaps with the time and with, with, we can, with the space, we can be friends, but in this moment, I don't believe it's possible. And she becomes so mad about that. I, I, for security purpose, I don't delete the message, the last message she sent me. She sent me a mm-hmm. me message saying she's going to block my, my windows and things like that. Very, Yes, 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 really, really, I'm, I'm going to show you. And she used the feminists like a weapon, you know. I'm, for example, my mother is the, the only people who write me. I respect so much the woman because she, she teach me very well in, in that way. The thing my ex-girlfriend do was taking one of our photographs of one of our travels and she anonymously put him in a Facebook group saying I was a bad person and I'm a pig and things like that because she was very mad with me. And she, she was uh, waiting for another girl. To who see, who say, yes, I know that boy and he's a pig and things like that. But thanks to God, never in my life I'm be a bad person and do that kind of shit like a lot of photographers do. And I was okay, but the bullet passed very, very close to my head. Was very sad for me when she did that. Also. She take uh, the clothes, so a lot of my clothes, because she like it. Uh, she's, she's small. She's a small person. I'm like one meter with 85 centimeters. And she grabbed my clothes like pajamas. And the funny thing is, uh, one month perhaps after she, she dumped me, she started to put in my clothes to the new guy. And I was like, Why? Really, she did that. Okay. Yes, was, because that I say, it was a very toxic relationship. She wanted, uh, I was there for her, mm-hmm. but in a way I can be. Yeah. It's like, of course I can give my life for you, because we are uh, in a relationship, you are my most beloved person. But after that, I, I don't know how can you... Uh, I'm not so mature in this moment for saying okay I, I love you so much I know the things are not okay you can date another guy, and we can stay uh, see us very frequently very often I don't know how that works I believe you need a time to be a part of the person for make peace with yourself but she wanted immediately I IV for her
0: yeah, so it's interesting how you said that um, you got the feeling that she wanted a father instead of a lover. So how did you interpret that based on the experience you had of not having a father?
1: Okay, there is a story who summarizes very well why I believe that. Uh, one time we, we went to the doctor. And we was talking in the street very near to the zocalo of Puebla. And his father lives very, very close uh, to the zocalo. I asked him her for what she want to do. If she want to go to the, the apartment, she want to go to his apartment or what she want. And she say, oh, the, the house of my father is very close. I'm going to call him for it with him. And I was, okay, sounds like a good idea call him, and after that, I go with you, and I leave you in the front of his house, and I leave because I need to do a lot of things, and I'm, here in Mexico, it's very common, you go with your girl, because it can be dangerous, uh, the cities, and she, she called his father, and I, I only heard this. Hello, Dad, how are you? I'm very near to your house, and I, I don't know if you have the time for eat with me. Ah, yes, 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 I understand you. You, you are in this moment. Yes, okay, there, there is no problem. Yes, 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 I, I love you. I love you, Dad. And his father hung up, and I see his face, very, very sad, and I feel destroyed inside of me because my father do a lot of things like that. And in that moment, I say, do you want to go to, co- to eat pizza? There is one of my favorite pizzerias. And you, I know you like so much the pizza. And she see me and she smile. And she asked ask me if really I want to do that. And I was like, yes, of course, I want to eat with you. And we went to the pizzeria. We buy the pizza because you can eat in the restaurant in that moment. And we went to my house. I had a projector and we saw a movie. And in the night, I I went to his apartment to to uh, to live live with her. There, that that was I believe she she became our relationship in another thing.
0: Okay, so did you do that more than once, or was that the one time that uh, is most memorable?
1: Yes, I do more than once. Uh, we broke up in the last week of November and the week before that, she believes she had uh, COVID. We don't know if in that moment if she had COVID. And she started to, to tell me that, that his family doesn't want to take care of her. Of her. And I was like, okay, yeah, I went to your apartment and I take care of you. And she was like, oh my God, why you do that? You, you, no, no, nothing cares, nothing cares for you. And I was like, no, that is not the thing. The thing is, I care so much for you that it's no problem. I, I have uh, insurance. If I get COVID, I really have whole Pass in, um, or perhaps not, but I'm more protected than you because you don't have that in your, in your job. And I went uh, for one week to his uh, his house, and in the first night uh, already, I didn't, I don't give a shit, and I put off the mask because I I see her suffering a lot, and uh, the only thing I wanted to was uh, hug her. And the good thing was the next, the next day we went to the doctor and we do the, the COVID test, the quick ones. And she doesn't have COVID in that moment. The thing she had was anxiety in an impressive level. His body needs a lot of vitamins and things like that. Was the first time I put an injection in a person, you know? Yes. And, and was, was very, very strange. One time, my grandmother told me, "Love is take care of another person. That is love. That is one of the principal meanings of love." And when I do that, I notice really I love her because it was not for the sex, it was not for she was pretty, it was everything because I feel very, very good with her and I love so much when she was happy and I feel in a way I never feel before because that I give everything.
0: So I feel like this is something that men do, that they sacrifice everything to take care of the woman that they love as like the expression of of love. But then you will lose yourself. And if you lose her, and that's I think the biggest fear, if she leaves, you know, then you will be so devastated because... It's everything to you, right? You care so much. You're giving everything to her. So what is your new outlook to having relationships that's healthier? Because at the end of the day, you still want to keep yourself intact. Because if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of the other person, right?
1: Yes, first of all, when I moved here to Puerto Escondido, I met a lot of persons from a lot of places of the world. And I noticed uh, I miss so much the the self-love. I start to recognize I need to have more self-love because you can't love anybody if you don't love you. Before you, first, I, sorry for my rusted English. I, I hope it, this makes sense. But yes, the, the key of being healthy is self-love. Because in another way, you are going to put everything in another person, and if the person lives, you are go- going to be very destroyed, like it happened with me. And I learned this uh, very, very late, I believe, because uh, I dating another girls and I have experience of a lot of different kinds, but that was the, the first time I met somebody who I believe I'm going to stay forever, was the first time it happening to me.
0: What is um, the difference of that feeling of someone forever versus just, you know, casual dating and you kind of like a little bit, like how did you know that that was special?
1: Uh, you don't get tired of being with the person you love. you never you never be tired of that. Also, you can be yourself. You are not afraid of who you are, of the little imperfections. When you date someone who is new, uh, perhaps you want to hide something in your personality, in your past, things like that. When you are in true love, doesn't care. It's like this is me, this is my past, this is everything. It's like you are open and you are not afraid of the other person hurt you. Because I believe this, the love is unidirectional and only exists in the moment. Uh, What I refer with that, uh, the only love you know is true is the love you give to to other person because you are not lying to you. Because that you need the the confidence, you you need to trust to the other person really loves you because because there is no way you can find it's true. You need to, to trust in the other person. And the love only exists in the moment like the music. When you are loving somebody it's existing in that in that moment. It's not for example a, when you have a flashbacks of a relationship. That is not love. That is a nostalgic of, of a love. And when you want a love in the future it's the same thing. It's like it's the idea of the love, not is the love in in in, in exactly you only the love only exists when you are doing do it
0: so even though she was really toxic and looked at you as a father figure instead of a lover, do you still believe that you had true love for her
1: Yes, because the things i I felt for for her was really true i I can't imagine a way to to make to make the things I do if I don't feel the, the love. And in the opposite way of she loving me, I don't know, I, I believe she has a lot of emotion for me. I don't know if it was love, but it was very intense. I'm not mad with, with her for what's happening because, you know, our relationship is of two persons, but. I know now I'm I'm healing she need to healing too you know yes what's the circumstance what happened was a very covid yes. covid love
0: okay so I have two questions for you first question is what did you learn about yourself after this relationship when it ended
1: Okay, the thing I I learned about this is never being late for becoming your true self. For example, it's very funny. Now I'm living here. I'm becoming again a photographer. I'm doing a lot of photography. I I was thinking I was sober in that aspect of my life. It's never too late to, to do the things and to love yourself.
0: The next question is everything that we talked about today, what do you want to invite another person to talk about a different subject or more about something that we were talking about in another episode on the show?
1: Okay, what's going to be... There's a lot of things we, we can talk and the person can talk. I don't know. I hope the next person who is going to be in your podcast have the the heart for talking of something unique I, I think if I say in a specific way what I want in the next podcast is not to, to work well you know it's more the amazing thing of the people talking of anything that a specific topic
0: okay I like that I like that it's open-ended okay thank you After this interview, he told me that he had never spoken so much about himself before, especially to a complete stranger. Isn't it crazy how life-changing it can be when you meet someone? I'm so glad I was able to share this moment with you and his perspective on love. Make sure to subscribe, and if you'd like to be on the show or know of someone with a unique perspective, slide into my DMs at Miss Chen on Instagram, and I'll see you next Wednesday with more episodes of The 100th Mastermind.